Thanks for downloading The Nightcap. And remember, if you love listening as much as we love doing it, then you can support us now at patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. On there, we'll be giving away some exclusive sign menus from Paul's Michelin star restaurant, Salt. There'll be other content, plus you'll get first access to any future live events we do. So go to patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap, life behind the Michelin star, a late night lock-in where some of the best chefs in the country candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. This is episode two. Uh, Right now it's just gone 10 o'clock, service is wrapping up downstairs, Uh, we're just opposite Shakespeare's old school in the centre of Stratford-upon-Avon, upstairs at Salt. Let me introduce myself. My name's Simon Alexander, I'm a podcaster, producer and a daytime cooking show contestant. To my left, and playing host, is owner and head chef of this newly crowned Michelin star restaurant, Paul Foster. Hi, how you doing? And to my right, our guest today produces Michelin star food in a critically acclaimed restaurant in Birmingham, Carter's of Mosley. It's Mr. Brad Carter. How you doing, mate? Good, thank you. Nice one. Right, so, uh, firstly, how was dinner? Did you have a good time? Yeah, delish. Um, It's been a long time coming. I've wanted to, to eat Paul's food since he's been here for a ever since he opened yeah, yeah. and um i am um, i knew i knew what to expect but obviously it's really like really clean flavors like great produce all the reasons why he's where he is um we have similar crossover styles i think really yeah I did think, you know that before you came to it yeah yeah, that, yeah 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 well, i think yeah, we spoke of, i think we've got similar philosophies and it translates different on the plate yeah, which yeah. is great to see and like we work with similar people um, and like it's great I think people like chefs it's amazing they'll start with the same thing and end up with something ever so slightly different every time Yeah. and um, but what I do see is a lot of synergy between us so there's a lot of you know similarities in connecting act. yeah connecting and pure, purism as well um, actually yeah. like not messing about yeah Paul like, was saying that before we recorded today he was saying that you're it's very straightforward it's ingredient led yeah, yeah. food 100%. that's really important I'd say like the products make up what we do and um very very similar and having it eaten it um, i mean paul's like chocolate dessert for instance the last one he spoke about the chocolate the most so that's mm-hmm. like that's his star of the show the rest of it is just building the dish mm-hmm. i think yeah yeah it is and uh, it, like you say it's ingredient led and i i've eaten i think three times at yours now and i love the confidence of Brad, food and maturity that he can put three things on the plate that are just incredible without over manipulating it and it shows it's, it's produce over technique for yeah. me and it's amazing stuff treated with respect beautifully yeah. cooked and it's like some, some of the dishes best dishes I've had of Brad's yeah. I was telling about this goose dish I had a couple of years ago it was like goose there's a puree and a garnish it was stunning but that's all that it needed all it was, yeah. there's no like add-ons no insecurities that's it i was about to say insecurity because i don't know what i'm talking about when i watch tv shows often some of the feedback is there's too much on the plate get rid of it you don't need it but it does take a lot of confidence probably years of doing it to be brave enough to just keep it that that simple right i think it's really nice what paul just said i think it's about it's about knowing when to stop yeah that's what creates a a different kind of chef so like you see this this massive instagram like blow up now where they make me look the absolute yeah, dogs yeah. bollocks and most of the time i look at it and i know what it's gonna taste like like yeah. it will be lost yeah, you can tell two oh, yeah, falls yeah. in yeah and like really so it's, it's predictably you flat, just like you yeah. can look at it road. and you're like like they've spent that much time on the look and the plating up they've lost what they even cooked exactly really? yeah yeah and sometimes as well when people are adding more and more it's either their insecurities or they're trying to hide a bad product. Yeah. You know, I mean, that duck's crap, it's got no flavour. It needs this, 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 and this. And then it just becomes a mishmash of crap. Also, with what we do, that they're long menus, so they've got to be enjoyable all the way through. You, you can't just have, you know, 10 dishes of foie gras because yeah, yeah, you get, yeah. you know, your customers are going to be sick on the floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> you need to think about yeah, every course, element. Yeah. It's an album, isn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's going through every song that is different. It tells a story from beginning to end. And every dish 
you know, if every dish is like completely over garnish and over four, it's you, you know, what are you eating? Yeah. And you've got to you've got to hit them heights all the way along a menu, and that's what's knowing when to stop is the key. It's like I literally, I'm getting, I'm getting like what, like I say worse and worse. I mean. Like better and better at stopping. Literally, it's my be ma- a blank plate. It's just an empty plate. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, imagine. Fa- it's thanks there, for your like, hundred and fifty pounds. No, no. The 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 latest main is. I'm that happy with the meat. I don't want to put anything else with it, and it's meat and sauce. That's it. Wow. That's wicked, that and like, like, I'm that. I think the sauce is absolutely amazing. Like, blows me away, and the meat is exactly what I wanted to get to. So, so I'm cool. like, I don't need any purees. I don't need anything. Yeah. So we just send the meat out and they look at us and then we just sauce over the meat and I'm like, that's like meat and sauce, but in my opinion, it's the best version of it. Yeah, the guy on veg section is loving it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's off for like the rest of the year. So. Awesome. Right, well, coming up on today's podcast, we're going to go through a menu of things. Um, we're going to be talking about how restaurants cope with dietary requirements, allergies, and fussy customers. We'll be going through the good, the bad, the ugly of TripAdvisor reviews of both Salt and Carters of Mosley. We'll play Boiling Point, where both of our chefs here will talk about real heat of the kitchen. And we'll chat a little bit about cookbooks towards the end as well. Um, firstly, though, I think uh, it'd be great to... Because we talked about this a li- little bit in the first episode. Obviously, Paul got his star. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> obviously, you've now had yours over in Mosley for four years, am I right yeah. in saying? So... I'm really interested to know how, I know roughly how Paul feels, having chatted to him about it, yeah. and how suddenly overnight it feels like expectations have changed, or yeah. the things people are looking for in your re- restaurant are different, and you know, uh, people are more wanting to, not necessarily back you down, but you know, before they're discovering you, now there's an expectation. How, yeah. what's, the, what's it like for you four years in? You know, it, do you get to a comfortable stage that you then go, oh God, we need to do something different here? Or are you in fear of ever losing the star? What does it feel like? For um, I think there's there's definitely a little bit of you at the start, and uh, Paul's probably still on a real high and well deserved. He's yeah, he's um, one of the most hardworking chefs we all know, and we all were so happy for him on the day. Um, I actually texted him uh, on the Friday <laughs> saying, yeah. "Will I see you on uh, Will I see you on the <laughs> yeah. on the Monday?" And he was like. No, because he was sworn to secrecy. Love it. He lied to me. <laughs> but I felt that bad on yeah. the train on the way yeah. down. Text him, I'll see you in a couple of hours, mate. Oh, I love it. So he lied to me. <laughs> anyway, we'll go back Bottom to that. Bottom line is you lied, mate. So I was sitting in, um, I was in uh, Patty and Bun with the other chefs, a few of the other guys. And um, Paul text, and he was like, Shh, I'll see you in a couple of hours. And I was like, I ain't going to shush. And I went, Foster's on his way. And everyone was like, because nobody knew what it meant at the time. They didn't know if you were invited because they were going to like just like baffle everyone. But obviously, they invited all the new stars. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think what well deserved. And I, I mean, I back when I got mine, there wasn't an awards ceremony or right. Okay. That, so what um, happened? Did they come was to it your leaked restaurant? your year? Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, the old days, the old old days, a lot of chefs older than us who've been doing it for a long time. They used to just get the book open the book and find out no way I'd know so there was no celebration of it it was just you found out and then you just sung about it um my years uh she did call the uh the editor she did call but um there was no awards so it was kind of like mine came and she called up and i was really busy in the old days only like two or three of us uh working in the kitchen one part-time me and peter my sous chef who's still with me um, and um, we basically got the call. I never take calls on first day back. It's like a Wednesday, and I was like, "No, I'm too busy." Holly was like, "Oh, so Rebecca, but it's like Michelin, you want to talk?" So I had some guides coming out tomorrow. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm too busy." Really? <laughs> and I was cutting this beef heart up. And <laughs> Holly was like, "Brad, you gotta take this." I was like, "Fuck's sake!" So I took, took it, and I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "She was like, yeah, so Rebecca, but she's really well spoken. She's talking to me about it and." She said, oh, you keep a secret. And I was like, yeah, depends what it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't take it seriously whatsoever. Yeah, like, really? you, tomorrow you get a Michelin star. And I was like, nah, I don't believe you. I was like, wow. and I went for my mates. I was like, is this Ander? <laughs> did she? Yeah. Stimmer. <laughs> so like, don't stop pissing about. I'm really busy. And she was pissing herself. <laughs> that is so good. Well, I bet you don't normally get that reaction. Uh, she? Uh, so. she was like, well, you know, some of the best chefs were the self-taught ones. And we've been coming a lot. And she was like, I hate to say it, but she's like, I'm not lying. It's happening. 
it's going to change your business tomorrow. It's going to be very impacting. Yeah. Just letting you know. And then um, she was like, we're going to release it at seven o'clock. So I put the phone, I was like, oh, we've got a star. And everyone was like, like, couldn't believe that. I, I <laughs> that was, was the like, best news to tell people. And all the, all, all the kitchen went mad, but we were like full for lunch, weirdly. <laughs> like, like, and I was just an off day, like a first day back. We never really got full on the first day back, like Wednesday. Yeah. And it was really busy. And like, we obviously knew that. And it was like really busy. So, and uh, then they called us at two because a chef had stolen a book from um, a Waterstones in Scotland and started leaking it on Twitter. And, and yeah. because they're a company that support their guy, obviously, they didn't want to be the third party. So I had a phone call from this French guy and he's like, come on the phone. I'm not cooking. He's like, busy. And he's like, we're Mr. Carter. We're going to, re-. I was like, do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, and he said he was going to release it basically. So he started releasing it. And then the customers were sitting in the restaurant and finding out. No way. Uh, they were like, standing up and clapping <laughs> and that. Like, cooking and like, never forget yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the phone was like 300 degrees Celsius in the, Holly just threw it in the drawer and just shut the door. And uh, we just dealt with it the next day. And uh, we've never to the day had a party for it. Wow. We've just, just carried on working. And I think there's, um, I think, because I've never worked in one uh, myself, uh, I never really realised how I'm at, like, a big thing it is in, as, in a, as an industry and what yeah. it means. And then actually how you're being respected in your craft. And um, I didn't realise, like, obviously I've never really had the money to go out and eat in them and I've never worked in them. So for me, it was a total education. I'm right in saying that's rare for someone. The first time they've worked in a Michelin star yeah. restaurant is their own. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very rare. Yeah, yeah most yeah. most like South have all worked in Michelin star restaurants. So and, uh, it's amazing to see. I, yeah. I, uh, I obviously I'm still learning now, but obviously what I have gained is a lot of amazing friends like Paul and others um, that are like on a different plane. I think to me because I've been looking at them on the telly. Oh, that's <laughs> and, now, and now I'm at eat, eating, bur- yeah. eating burgers. We're eating yeah. burgers. You know what I mean? Like, the Michelin Awards. Like, yeah, let's go. But um, oh, wow. it, the effect of it um, at the start was um, obviously we were really busy, like almost uncontrollably. Um, and the business was like set up to do what it was doing, what it was doing. And we finally got it doing some money because uh, it was really really difficult like I said no profile just like a dream me and Holly yeah. my missus she runs the front of house just to have our own place because we felt like all the places we were working we had a bit more to give Yeah. Um, and then obviously getting that uh, we looked at it uh, we sat down and looked at it and was like alright so obviously we've got we got a star now so it's really different what do you do and we're like last thing we're going to do is put prices up because it will change everything and then the food has to go up with the price yeah, and all these questions are coming in. I remember you saying in. that as well. Yeah, yeah. They can't put prices oh, yeah. up day but one. But on, on the announcement the day I was down there, Ramsey made a big speech about it, didn't he? Saying not to do it. It's the obvious thing Don't to do. You'll get slated. Yeah. Anyway, the way I look at it is if you hadn't got a star, you wouldn't have put the prices yeah. up. So you're going to be busier, so you're better off anyway. Yeah, yeah we just do our, like for us, just our annual increase of a couple of quid here and there. That, that was it, which was yeah. sort of this year but now you see places doing it and straight away throw the prices up like 20 quid a menu and because it's, it's money it sounds silly but like the customers notice yeah no, it's greedy, it's greedy. they're like they're gonna notice and like it's rightly so you know it is it does become like oh we've got this and we license to print money but it shouldn't work like that i think the concept of what you're doing shouldn't be changing overnight anyway so neither mm. should the price it should all be organic and it should move progressively and my prices have only ever gone up with the market price. So, like, if I want to put these amazing products on my menu, yeah. my price has got to go up. And I want people to eat caviar, English caviar, because I think it's amazing. But if I don't put the price up, they can't have it because... Yeah, yeah it's got to be reflective of what you're I serving, can't, hasn't it? I can't pay it. The well, staff. Then, interestingly then, so do you... Does that ever... Do you feel any pressure when you put prices up? Do you, or, or does the price ever like pressure to literally deliver is it the price that drives that it will only I'll only ever consider it like once a year when I look at it normally on my winter break look at the new year 
look at the products we're going to be working with, speak to them, say, is there any movement? Obviously, at the moment, everything's a bit uncertain with yeah, no one knows what, what we're going to be able to buy, whether we're going to be able to get wine. Nobody knows. <laughs> this time next year, it's just like yeah. beer pairings instead of wine pairings. It'll be like, Matt, it'll be Matt, you know, amazing to find out, but it's, at the moment, it's all a bit, yeah. what we're going to, what we're going to get. So price-wise, it's, it's only going to probably go, go up one way, to be honest. Yeah. And because we set, we do set menus like Paul as well. It's even more difficult uh, when the price has to go up because it's like the number that people can see. Yeah, because it's one menu. So you know, I don't want to put people off by this number, but you know, if that's the menu, just reduce, want, just reduce the font down. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll just probably bring Set the font the price right down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, right. Uh, should we get into our first top? Do we need a top up? Does anyone need a top up of anything? Yeah. yeah? What are we Some drinking, wine? by the way? Yeah, uh, this is a Stoller 2004 Grand Reserva. It's really nice. Oh, I pretend I know what I'm talking about. Go for some. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Careful, I might spill this on your laptop. Oh, mate, it's fine. Do you have sure. the pairings you win, with your? You will in a minute. <laughs> a little bit later. Do you have the pairings with your dinner tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? All, all the dishes, individual wines. Love it. I've never. I've done several tasting menus. Never done the wine pairings before. Oh, yeah. And I don't know whether it's because I'm. Yeah, I know. I don't know whether it's because. Maybe it's a price thing, or maybe it's because I'm I'm so I care so much more about the food that I just think no, yeah. I'm just gonna stick to that. But the good, really, good thing about it is you'll always have something that you would never have ordered, and that's what you'll always yeah. be surprised by. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with food with taste menu. People love the, the the dishes people love the most here are the ones that they would never have ordered. Yeah, that makes sense because they're like, surprised by the one because it's the shock or low expectations yeah. because they don't care about mm. ordering. It, yeah. And also, you know, like if if there's an a la carte menu and People are always going to go for like your beef and your duck, yeah. and they're not going to go for your tongue, are they? No. That's then you give it to them, and they're like, "What is this? It's amazing! Like it's the tongue it's that's the tongue. on the menu." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> yeah. It, it happens all we the time. We had the same with duck arts. Yeah. We still loads of duck arts. It's so true. And they'll go, and go, "I have tongue," and it was amazing. That'll be the thing yeah. that they remember. <laughs> they never recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> and like actually, wine pairing for me, I, I spend a lot of time on it with my menu with my. Uh, Holly who runs the front and Alex and uh, we all the, it really does enhance the experience so mm-hmm. it's like I I think my dishes are quite well balanced so they're like I always find um, every, I try and find every flavour so like sweets sour salt I find a bit of heat temperatures and obviously with wine with different texture how rich it is that all affects how much fat's in my dish so they find oh, it really God. hard to pair with it because it's quite old school French cooking. I'm not slating it. Mm. I'm saying I'm comparing what's different. Their food's very rich and fatty and like like red meat, foie gras and sauce yeah, and pastry. Cream. And all you've got to do is add an acidic wine and you've yeah. got a perfect combination. If you taste the dish, you'd be like, that's missing yeah. acidity, that one. Bosh, perfect. there you go. There's a When the food's gewurz. perfectly balanced, exactly like you say, it's all, how do I, what does it need? It's, it's yeah. about complementing rather than yeah. adding. It's, it's picking it? out flavours in the dish and the wine and maybe finding something in where the wine's grown yeah. in a similar format the farmer's doing to what the farmer on the veg doing on the plate and that's even harder for me that is right there what is the difference you know that level of detail and how you can articulate what you're balancing that is the difference for me that i don't think most people would really think about when they go oh there's a a rioca pad with this thing i'm drinking like they would never even think of that the minutiae of that is super super interesting it's like the one the last one with the chocolate um the guy was saying um it's you know, they only pick the grapes in September. Peel the skin. Don't use the skin so it's quite it's quite yellow. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of skin colour. And um, they only pick them in September because that's when they're at their peak of sweetness in, in, oh, really? in any time of the year. So it's just one pick, one month to make the wine for the year. Unbelievable. It's yeah. incredible. Right, let's get into it then. The, the main topic of today is around dietary requirements, allergies, fussy customers, might sound like a not very broad topic, but after me and Paul started talking about it the other day, yeah. we realised that we probably don't even have a whole podcast that you're nodding, like, yeah. You can talk for hours <laughs> on this. <laughs> right. Like the serious side, okay. the funny we'll talk side. talk about it every day. Right, yeah. well, you guys can guide me through, but um, I think it's a good place to start. What are the most common things that occur on a daily, weekly basis surrounding 
allergies, people dietary lying. requirements in your restaurant. What's yeah, the mate? People lying, generally. <laughs> well, that is the number one. Yeah, problem. honestly. So the amount of times I that I've done a tasting menu for somebody, no dairy, you put it all together. And like, I've been really good. I'm going to have some cheese. So I'll fuck off. What? Like, seriously. Like the amount of times. And I, I, we take dietaries very seriously. You know. Well, you've got to, right? Because like, it, it builds up this if it's... cynicism in you, like, you, you know what I mean? If somebody says it, we'd never put anything in their food that they don't want. But you're always doubting it. Are they just, is it a fad? Is it, you, you know what I mean? Be, so they're, they're presenting built... it to you as a, like a biological intolerance, but really yeah. it's just a dislike of something. Remember that... though, Paul lied to me, remember? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> did. He said he wasn't coming to get his star anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say nothing. Yeah, now uh, the difference now. Um, obviously, there is some serious ones, you know, like bivalve, you know, um, like oysters, things like that. Mm. They can kill people in your yeah, restaurant. Course, you know, yeah. sesame. Nuts, you know, nuts, look yeah, at the big yeah. one with Pret-a-Manger recently. Mm. I mean, you know, the girl died, but if I've got a serious sesame allergy, I ain't eating anything out of a packet from a sandwich yeah. shop. I don't really blame them, but at the end of the day, if you don't list it. Yeah, of course. Like, someone can die. Yeah. But then you've got these lifestyle ones. And, like, we're cooking, like, really high-end food, man. Like, and we're trying to achieve, like, and we're ambitious guys. And like you just mentioned with the wine and stuff, your, the balance is so delicate yeah. that as soon as someone says, right, can you take that out? And this, and For this, you, that's like a piece of the jigsaw like, puzzle missing, right? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, I like it. I just don't want to eat it at the moment. You're like, yeah. fuck you, man. Eat Why it. are you here? <laughs> yeah. Eat the tongue. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> perfect example. My brother tells every restaurant he goes to, he tells them he's got a serious nut allergy. He just doesn't like nuts. What? That and is you question him on it. He'll crucify me for this now, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> he, like, my mum's my birthday this year, right? We were um, having a barbecue and his girlfriend was winding him up about it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but I, I do react to him a bit. I was like, no, you're full of it, Craig. You just don't like them. Just say you don't like nuts. It's fine. And they won't put them in. Why is he ashamed? I mean, he's only like... going to chain restaurants and that. Anyway, like, He's coming here soon. Bloody hell. <laughs> For no, the first time. He's not been here yet. Yeah. That, no. He's not a foodie, really. He's a vegetarian that doesn't eat cheese, nuts, creamy stuff. Yeah, nightmare. Oh, um, my God. I can't believe it. But, yeah, he, t- he tells me the restaurant that he's allergic to nuts. And he, he, like, no, he could have tons of nuts and he's fine. So what we do now, because we serve one menu, like I said before. It's, yeah. It's what, one long one or um, uh, vegetarian. So we've had multiple manager meetings over it. How we're going to make it easy for the kitchen because the reason like it's effective to us as well is we'll you know if any customers watch this and they're like while they're moaning we pay them money yeah like we're trying to achieve like perfection so like if we've got one menu but then we've got 12 tables and six of those tables have different courses with different dishes we're basically cooking six menus yeah yeah, because The, the the timing and the coordination is out on the kitchen because it's not to skate away it's a skate and a yeah. leaf so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but I know what you mean so yeah, they're, yeah. They're, their coordination's out and that'll throw a spanner then like I know we're we're of a high level and we should be able to cope with that and we do we do in all fairness but at the same time if it's not an allergy then it's frustrating because you oh, can't a lot or so we'll but you like, can't so that you know they're on the phone or they're there and they're saying you're suspicious you yeah. can't pry though can yeah. you you can't be we'll like kind of no, say, you are you is though it, you can't is it, how, is it a nut allergy yes have you got an EpiPen yeah some yeah. of them haven't heard yeah. of it have they question like, the a what oh, what's no I've just got a Bic mate a Bic <laughs> <laughs> that's insane but um, I think I think it's our responsibility as well because we're trying to cover ourselves on the really serious ones yeah but then, obviously, that is effective on the serious ones because, like, yeah. your brother, you know, it's you know not, it's, he's it's, not going to die, but no. someone is. Exactly, yeah. And it means, like, the more of that rubbish that's out there, the less people take it seriously for the people that actually have allergies and it's, you know, it can, worst-case scenario, kill them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What Just, like, literally behind the curtain, what's different in the restaurant when you know, right, someone has genuinely or not got a... No allergy. 
do you have to for that night create a separate workstation? Yeah, or yeah. So like, it's what really, do you guys actually we, do? We take so I've it got really no seriously. Idea. We take ours really seriously. So we have board changes like all the time. So if we cut yeah. any, we've cut any like cheese bread or anything that's near it, we'll move it, replace it, sanitize it. I mean, we we really, I think we go over the top. Oyster allergy and stuff. Like we'll just move everything away from the. Um, everything away from where that person's dishes are going to go from just i mean we're tight space like pools downstairs you know we haven't got loads of room to put stuff so it's kind of like we'll just work on that person there but then if we've got eight of them it's like yeah yeah it makes it hard but you got you do what you can and you just you separate it you you sanitize like say separate spoon pots separate boards clean down between it's only an extension of what you're doing anyway because you're constantly cleaning yeah. as you go yeah. and it's just that little bit more thought. What are the weirdest ones people have come in and said uh, then? Like, well, that you either think, <laughs> like, it's legit or not, but you just like, is I'll start what, with the, what are you I'll on start about? I'll start with the worst one ever. Go on. So, a few years ago, I used to do this, like, when I first opened, I used to do this, um, I become, it become quite a famous thing. It was like, people kept coming in and asking for it and like, like, Asian girls kept coming in with the phones and just pointing at it. And we used to do like a sticky toffee put in the ice cream in. So this Love this it. this girl's that like, like this, this woman's like come for lunch, she's like gone on about it, like called us. I'm gluten free, gone on and on and on. so she's um sat down and had a couple of things. Bread's come, gluten free bread. She's like, uh, I'll just have a slice of bread. Normal bread. Just a little bit. So we're like, Oh maybe she's just trying it, so we give it a <laughs> And then cheese. Can I, she had asked for a cheese board with crackers and asked for bread. Oh, right? my God. So I'm, I'm like, now I'm starting to be like, you, you're not gluten for it. Then we made her a couple of dishes extra. And this is like, there's only a couple of us. And she ordered sticky toffee pudding. No way. Because she said you it looked amazing. Yeah. Oh man, in them days as well, I only needed a little red rag. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping out. Yeah, I, really? My kitchen's open now, like Paul's, but and it wasn't. And I was, you would have seen me up the glass like that. <laughs> <laughs> a raging bull, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, that's what can happen. Yeah, it's crazy. But why? What's going through the... I think, I think maybe people are like, it's like holiday coming up and they want to wear a bikini. I don't know. Oh, right, things okay, like that so. lifestyle dietaries that we get a lot of yeah. um, you know someone's said don't eat you know somebody told me today there's there's something uh, banana island and you fast for 20 days and you eat 20 bananas every day oh, and nice. nothing else no and that's, that's lose, literally my health you lose the loads only, of the only yeah. food I, I don't, don't like you as can, well you can pick a fruit and I was like, I think I've been to Banana Island a few times. <laughs> Saturday night, about 5 a.m. <laughs> you can pick your fruit. You can pick your fruit. And it's just yeah, like, awesome. and this is like, for us working at our level, it's becoming harder and harder to do one menu. Yeah. That's yeah. what. It is, isn't it? And, and I, I've swore to myself that I'm not going to change because... I want to produce that food. That's what I want to do. And I've set out to do that. Mm. And I've grown it organically and I'm still doing it. And it's sometimes it's really challenging and you like, you just want to sort of give into it and just say, you know what, let's restructure it. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, because I think you can work with it. You just need to take it for what it is. And it's only going to get more and more and more in this world. I mean, the media like marketing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I can't produce my menu like I can't produce experience with vegan, so I don't do it. Yeah, and I get emails saying like, like absolutely, they've never been, and I get emails that are like, they hate me. <laughs> There's plenty of other restaurants in Birmingham. Like, yeah. What am I like, supposed to do? I haven't even ever met you, and you hate me. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. And it's it happens, you know. Like, oh, you you don't do this, like. And I did a. I've got friends who got a burger place in Birmingham, and um. We did a collaboration recently and we did, oh, we did like, we sold like 160 tickets. My restaurant's 30 covers. We did it like four times over. Oh, wow. And um, we didn't do a veggie option and we did like a burger called McFoire with foie gras on it. And oh man, I got some emails. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you enjoyed those emails yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> put the menu up and then just sat there waiting. <laughs> I love that. But no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting more, I think Paul will say the same, it's getting more and more like, like bit, almost extreme, and, yeah, like and just yeah. odd. And... We, we, had, we had one, right, and um, she was apparently allergic to spices, which I find hard to believe because, you know, I mean, it's too broad a thing. You know, it can be a ground chili pepper, it can be a ground Did, seed. Was she face to face with you when she said this? No, 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 it's all right. And it's like, okay, we, we just make sure there's no spices in it. <laughs> she comes in. Not, you, you try and you're gauge. Not, you're not doing anything differently then, are you? Because it's a lie. You can't be allergic to spices, so you're not no, doing yeah. anything differently. Yeah, we're just making sure there's no spices in the food that she's having. Right? Are you, though? Not yeah. Because no, I knew she'd be able to taste it. So, <laughs> <Pete Tixman>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like Mrs. Doubtfire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was ready for the Hamlet maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she... So you just ask her if there's a tol- intolerance or an allergy. Yeah, an allergy is really serious. Okay, that's fine. So then you just, you just add the, ask your leading question. Is it all spices? It like, it's all spices, everything. So then we get to this halibut dish. We used to do a miso caramel underneath it. And it's literally miso, which is fermented soybean and um, sugar. That's that's all that's no in that. No spices. No spices at all. And it's cured halibut. There's pickled cucumber, seaweed. So a lot of Asian flavours, right? So cause she, I think because she's tasted these Asian flavours, she's like, the spices in it, spices, I can't eat it, I can't eat it. And so they brought it back and I said, we'll just go and reassure her. Tell her we'll do another one without the miso caramel. Just reassure her that there's no spices there no in spices, it. Yeah. And she's like, I can taste it. And I said, well, all it is is miso, which is a fermented soybean. She's like, oh, I'm allergic to soya as well. So well, you neglected to tell us that. <laughs> but we'll do you one without. So I said, um, oh, so I called no. Waitrose over. I said, look, speak to her uh, and just say as politely as possible, just in the chocolate the soya in chocolate so we won't be able to serve the chocolate that went down well <laughs> um, no I'm 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 only allergic to soya <laughs> no way if, come off it. if it's in a sauce I said well, so what if I, I'm it's fucking insu- do you find I'm ranting in the kitchen no you're an idiot no I'm ranting in the kitchen I'm like a lion in this cage and I'm going around I'm like well okay that chocolate ganache if I add some milk to it then it's a chocolate sauce so she can't eat it can she like and she had the chocolate when I'm happy as Larry like, oh, of course she did like, of course she did is it like as politely as possible you know we're trying to avoid any issue because you have to be over careful but you kind of like backed her into this corner and then she's like Oh yeah, no, yeah. But no, I really want the chocolate. Yeah, I love chocolate. <laughs> God's sake. Actually, we uh, we always if we think it's a weird one, we always look into it whether it's actually a founded allergy. So okay. we spend a bit of time on the internet researching it. Yeah. And like sometimes we're really shocked. Like um, there's one that uh, aromatic herbs is an actual. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, that, yeah. Dietary requirement. So I got this regular guy coming for you. He's like, you can't have the sauces because we use like thyme or rosemary in the, in the, even at the stage where it's in the stock and you're bringing mm. it down because wow. you can't I have never, it I didn't know that was a thing and I was like how can you be allergic to thyme and rosemary I looked it up and it, it's true legit yeah, yeah. and then it and make, why would you say it if it wasn't true anyway that's why I still can't but what like, is going through this woman's head in a that pod- guy if he's lying what why is it attention like, what know. is it why are you doing I don't it know. I think they don't like it they back themselves into a bit of a corner and they've got to keep up with the lawyer. So also, some people they think they're paying the money, and they are in charge. They're like, yeah, "I'm paying you control. money. Yeah, I yeah. will have what I want." And like, it does not. You've got to work with a lawyer, restaurant. You've got to be there for what they do. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah. I mean, it happens all over the world. We're not the only two. It's happening to. It's probably happening at take a restaurant like Noma, for instance. Mm. Huge worldwide, world class restaurant with 60 chefs me and Paul can only dream of but their dietary they put it up the other day the lads in the kitchen show me and he run through the sheet and it's they're doing just a seafood menu and people are going to seafood menu don't eat fish Unbelievable! <laughs> just go to the another season. Yeah, Why would you put them through that? Because you're gonna get seafood. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Right. It's seafood so season. And if we're getting it and they're getting it, it's yeah. happening all over. Lo- on, a, on a positive thing on the the aromatic herbs thing, though, I'll like, I'll always look into it, and if it is true. I'll always take it really seriously and I always think about that person and, and then, you know, I'll always do 
an advanced source. So yeah. if I know he's in, we look at him down the line. So if he's in on a Friday lunch, for instance, I'll like make that stock when we come back on a Tuesday ready so he can have sauce oh that's really nice yeah. I think he'd love to know that but we is do it, do things like that if we know it's is it a little bit then for, for like the, the inner chef in you is it like a challenge that's quite fun or not no 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 it's a choice it's um it's compromise look, looking after the guest yeah, yeah sure. which is yeah it's, it's that balance isn't it like we are you know it's a craft right and you want to perfect that craft and you spend a lot of time and it's like you, when you own your own place now and you've got free creative freedom, you want to put on the plate what you want to yeah. put on the plate, but you still have to remember that it's the hospitality industry. And the guest is keeping us Yeah, fed. it's a balance. It's oh, a real is balance. such a song and dance, isn't it? You know? Yeah, you, you know, they're paying your bills at the end of the day, yeah, but you don't give in and bend over for them yeah. for everything. It's, you know, that it's person who invented that Especially the percentage we're in because, you know, there's like, what is there, like 160 Michelin stars in the whole of England that's not a lot if you take the amount of restaurants there is so if we're getting like we should be out of that bracket where we we like people are coming to us for what we do yeah I know not just mean, yeah. to get fed yeah. Mm. yeah so there's there's the difference I think I think you should be like coming to us to experience what we've created mm -hmm. rather than try and pull it apart yeah. Make it your own. Yeah, yeah. because you can do that yeah, in so every right. other place on this road that I walk past when I walk to. Of course, yeah. You can go into all of them and and it, and pull it apart and have exactly what meal you you design your own meal, don't you? Yeah, you know, yeah exactly. But here, you, they they should be coming here and saying, "Oh, chef's working his ass off and he's a ace. I want to try what he's got." The irony is, though, all those restaurants you've walked past are above salt on TripAdvisor. It's the best restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know, since we did the last It's last gone down. Episode, I already yeah, know. Yeah. It's gone oh, down. No. So, right, in episode one, we, <laughs> we did our first TripAdvisor review feature. And at the time, salt was number 13 in Stratford-upon-Avon. Only Michelin star restaurant, but 13th. It's now 17th. It's gone down. It's 17th. It was 16th yesterday. It's gone down again. Brilliant. I wanted it's to get 17. lower. I didn't even lower. know there's 17 places to eat in Stratford. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I to get lower. I don't know how it... Do you know, you know how it works, though? It's algorithms. Yeah, yeah. So we... Obviously, we're very small. So we don't get many posts. Even if we were getting maybe one five-star a week, we'd still be low down because there's not volume. Accumulation. So it's volume yeah. versus... Yeah. Rating, you can always see, it's see that by the ladder, can't you? That's my excuse, anyway. It's the same with podcasts yeah. on iTunes, okay? Yeah, it's ratings and reviews, not sheer down, you know. So yeah. it's like the more ratings you get, so yeah, if you've it'll got... be good now, though, because we've got the same size. If I'm number one, won't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll check that out. I ain't, I ain't, yeah, I, ain't. No, I know, I ain't. I'll spare your blushes, but now it's time to play the TripAdvisor game. So, very simple, right? I'm gonna give you a TripAdvisor review. You've got to decide, we'll go with you first, Brad, whether it's a review of your restaurant, a review of salt, or another restaurant. Other. Okay, so your own salt or another, okay? We'll go through. We've got three here. First one up. I was surprised to read bad reviews of this restaurant. This restaurant is impeccable. My lunch was perfect, and the staff were perfectly well presented and extremely polite. Compared to other restaurants of its type who seem to employ people who, people with a direct relation to Tupac, this place was suitable for the royal family to attend. <laughs> what? I know. Compared to other restaurants of its type who seem to employ people with a direct relation to Tupac, this place was suitable for the royal family to attend. Was that your restaurant? Was it Salt? Or was it another? I'm going to take a risk and say it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you that that quite flattering review was a review of McDonald's in Solihull. <laughs> uh, genuinely, a yeah, a review of McDonald's in Solihull. Right, okay. Joking. Someone's, someone's really bored. Your turn, uh, Paul. Okay. Here we go. Right. <laughs> Me and my wife visited um, and were prepared to be amazed. We were both extremely disappointed. We paid for finger food. All the portions were designed for kids. We were both looking forward to the monkfish. We paid extra for this, which gave us the illusion of getting something worthwhile, only to find it was no bigger than my little thumb. 
If you are thinking of going for a special treat, do not waste your money here. The portions are tiny. Was that your restaurant? Well, was it Carter's? I know all our bad ones. So. <laughs> Of course he does. <laughs> I don't reckon. He knows it like the back of his hand, honestly. I'm going to... Um, or another. I'm going to go with another. It wasn't another, it's one of yours. It's not mine. It's Carter's. Fuck. <laughs> the portion thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, monk the, fish, I... the monk fish is big, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's two thumbs. <laughs> two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Who's thumbs, though? Like... <laughs> That yeah, she, she had little thumbs there. <laughs> yeah. It must great on you guys, right? When she had hands, hands like Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you scroll through the terrible reviews of incredible restaurants, often it's people going, "The portions are tiny." Like, what's the, that? Is a really common thread that must great on you guys a lot. When <sighs> people's yeah. expectations and where they've eaten previously, and then you do this, so they're like, "What?" Yeah, it pisses me off. I actually had a feeling that was going to be ours because we get finger food thing quite a lot because we oh, do yeah. serve a lot of it without cutlery. Oh, okay. Yeah, wrong. Okay. Got yeah. But we do it like because we think it's not like a nice thing, and the monkfish wasn't. It was obviously fucking small. <laughs> 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 but just to clarify, we buy huge monkfish, cut them, and weigh every single portion wherever the there camera is. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to the same weight. Uh, sometimes a long menu is perceived as small, but what we try and do is balance the whole thing out. So I am not full now and I've eaten what, Nine, 12 think, servings yeah. Something like that, yeah. in total. And that's the key. That's what we want. What yeah. I don't, I Con- never. It's like content feeling. At the but end, knowing you've it? had value yeah. is yeah. the key yeah. as well, but not feeling bloated. And be, feeling like, you know, you lie down, you're like oh, on your bed yeah. and you're like, you've had too oh, much yeah. wine, too much food. But yeah. I think like, it is hard because obviously you still want to give satisfaction through the dishes. Um, so, you know, actually through different seasons, I'll serve more food compared to others. <clears throat> so like winter, the portions are generally bigger mm. on purpose. And I just go with the way I feel about eating. Yeah. So like spring, summer, everything's a little bit lighter and a little bit smaller. So maybe she come in spring, summer. Yeah. 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 But what people don't understand as well, they think, They'll go for that and they'll be like, I'm being ripped off, it's tiny, they're charging this. They don't realise that we buy everything, we look at the cost of that, then we add this on, we add that on, all of those different things. Everything's worked out yeah. and it's priced for a reason. You are get, If you want it loads bigger, it's going to cost more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, these are I, premium products. I, that is obviously true. People just won't think it. No. I just don't think they think, they won't no, go into that much detail. In that and then I get other there. things like, I'll change something and... Uh, Someone will say, if I hear three three times in the restaurant, normally I think perhaps I should listen to this mm. and like being open at my own restaurant. If I hear it three times, I'll think, you know what? There could be something in this. I need to look at the size or how much I'm serving or yeah. and then I'll eat it again. Yeah. And then I, we always struggle because we're like, oh, I still think it's right. I still think it's right. Mm. And then we'll go, you know what? All right, let's make it a bit bigger. Next person, too big. Really? Yeah, yeah it's that. impossible that. to I get, get that it right, a lot. I get that a lot. That <laughs> happens a lot. Wow. Um, so I've got these really two regular, amazing customers. I've actually, she, I went round the house, cooked her for her 70th birthday. Amazing customers. They got really beautiful wine out of their cellar. And um, they love fine dining. They love like, nice food like that. And um, she came to... She came to the restaurant, like had so many nice things, and then we we done we doing this duck dish that we think's our best ever main course yeah. we've ever done. People were going mad, had like people coming all over the country to eat it oh, and wow, blog it and so everything. Cool, yeah. And she came in and like stood up and lost it with me and said like it's it's too big, it's uh, it's not you, it's too. And I'm like. I was so excited to serve it at. Oh, so I was man. like, yeah. she's going to love this. Yeah, yeah, She's going to love this. The best, <laughs> best man we've ever done. Yeah. And she fucking hated it. Oh, no so that's like, also what can happen. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. giving someone too much because you've changed. You tried to give someone, I'll look at it. Sometimes I'll think, well, if they think the main's small, maybe I should give more. Maybe I should be more generous on the main and then like make everything else smaller. Yeah, got you. So Did it's it. like overtly. Didn't work for her. Wow. I mean, a lot of people loved it. Yeah. But, 
And at the same time, it's you're trying to please everyone with yeah. one menu. It, take, it takes you back to the same place that it's subjective, isn't it? And you're just never going to please them all. And you've, you've always got to look at it and criticise it yourself and be self-critical. But I, th- I think at the end of the day, you have to be like, if, if I am happy with this and I genuinely believe it, I'm not fooling myself, you've got to stick with it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have faith. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise... Because when you're so close to the fire, it is easy to lose some perspective. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You do have to take yourself out. I normally spend like a Monday on that mm. and I'll go in the restaurant and I might sit somewhere they were as well and just try and get into the... Really? That's, yeah, get yeah, into that's their Because I, I spent Method all my paperwork what it's there. like to be a customer at your yeah, own restaurant. Yeah, so like look there, look, see whether they were like... Speak to Holly about who was around them and like whether they were really getting into it because me and Paul had this conversation yesterday on the phone. The expectation, going back to the Michelin thing, you know, people have come in here and gone... Oh, paper napkin. Yeah, yeah. Why would he change that overnight? Because that's a massive overhead to him. That costs me thousands. Does to it? To do really? napkins and have them laundered and everything. Wow. So like, you don't get... even think about that though when you sit and down then, to eat a meal. No, we're also on the same level as a good friend of mine who's got an amazing restaurant in Wales who's got absolutely luxurious, like amazing surroundings, a beautiful restaurant. But we're compared on the same level. Mm. So like we're gonna get a customer that goes there, yeah, and yeah. say it's phenomenal and it's uh, beautiful and you know like the toilet sings to you and everything. But then they come to ours and it's not, yeah, because it's it's about the food, yeah, it's not about that. Yeah, I didn't exactly. know until this latest round of Michelin stars being announced because I think they tweeted it. They said all Michelin starred restaurants is judged solely on the food. food. Yeah, I know it, it sounds is. silly, but in my head I was thinking I thought it was everything. I thought it was the waiters and waitresses knowledge I thought it was the sommeliers I I just thought it was everything and maybe subliminally it has an effect on the judges but they're not judging any of it I think generally it's the food that's the key what they're looking at but I mean if you if the fat duck served their food in a shed by you know with some rude waiter it wouldn't have three stars even if it's exactly the same food the rest is adding to the experience there's so many things that go into a good meal isn't there it's like you know the temperature your mood everything yeah. if they can help yeah. you know manipulate all those things then the food is going to taste better yeah. but it is about the food i think one one star from what i know of it from now from my small experiences is definitely food and the chef what he's capable of and what he's serving yeah. um when you go up to the next level and the next level i think there's a lot more it's a lot more about a, an experience factor what else you offer i think michelin wouldn't say that and that's not something that it's very secretive with them anyway but i think it's very obvious that to go to that next level you need these other things yeah you know your chef the chef's only going to progress and get better the the more paul stands in that room downstairs and cooks the better he's going to get simple as that the longer you stand in one kitchen used to it you're comfortable. You're only going to get better and better and better and better. That's that's just normal. That's yeah, what's going to happen. Makes yeah. perfect sense. But then when you inject all of these other elements, like you know, like you know, a cigar room where you can go and smoke with yeah. a smoking jacket afterwards, and <laughs> yeah, great idea. There's loads, loads of <laughs> these things they add to the customer experience. Actually, do you yeah. know what? That's a great topic for another week. Is just like gimmicks and like yeah. restaurant theater and stuff because yeah, i bet definitely. i mean dry ice yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh is that your vote is that a <laughs> i must say anything so no people who use it <laughs> oh yeah and no, even on like tv shows i think the last the latest series of master chef the professionals you get to the final and they step forward and they pour the jug of water onto the side so it all goes it's misty around the edge of the place it's been you done know, but been you know done. what that's what makes it Great, because if every restaurant was the same, it'd be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah and the yeah. fact that I think that and then they think it's cool, that's it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Love that attitude. Okay, I'm going to spare your blushes this week, Paul, and mainly because you know all of your own bad reviews anyway, so we won't go through those. <laughs> uh, let's move on to boiling point. This is one of my favourite features because um, I think food and the kitchen has had a reputation for years as being this like military-like environment, the pressure of the kitchen, the heat of it the exchanges, um, the shouting, all those sorts of things. So I want to unlock from both of you today a story of you losing your shit on someone or someone losing it on you. Anything that's happened that you think is worthy of the boiling point feature. What do you reckon? Okay. I'll go, go first. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go first. So uh, this was me. I'll open up Ooh, to that Ooh, okay. 
So when I was, I was, uh, I was quite a young. This feels cathartic. This bit. Yeah. 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 Stand up, for, like. But I would like Paul to stay. I shouted at someone. As horrible as I was, I don't regret it at all. Was it on a Sunday? No. Why? What you makes you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had this chat yesterday. We had this chat earlier. You were talking about. I don't Sundays, like working but... Sundays. He's a family man. He likes to lie oh, on the sofa and eat yeah. roast. And yeah, I used to roast people on Sundays more than on another day. <laughs> more than the potatoes. But I didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and the chefs would dread it. But yeah, that's another boiling point for another day. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, I was 27 when I was first a head chef at Tottenham Mill. So I was. I was relatively young I'd cooked for like 11 years but my manage- management training consisted of get him you know he's fucked up get him get him have him that that was my That's how training you treated, yeah. yeah so everything was just like react react bang get it sorted do it you know which is not always Justified the most productive or not, way like <laughs> sometimes but it's just what's sort of bred into you and I wasn't an animal I was just very reactive and just odd it's situation it'd just be like right it's got to be nicked in a bird and you know, you realise as mature, you don't have to do that. But this one was actually with a customer. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And I was employee as well, so it didn't go down well. Oh, wow. So um, I'd been a head chef for, I think, about a month or so. My first menu on, yeah, I was super proud. And I had this beef dish, right? And I can't remember exactly, but it was like this aged beef, like oxtail and stuff. And it was lovely. Like, And I think the menu had been on like a couple of days. And we sent this, this guy ordered it. Um, and he ordered it very well done. Right. Oh, straight away. Okay. Straight away. So, all right, it's fine. He's Brad's paying. rolling his we'll, eyes. He's paying. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do it, you know. And I'm like, okay, whatever, we'll do it. It's fine. It's going to be horrible, but it's fine. Um, and, you know, well done is bad enough, but when you add very to it. Well, that was, that was probably more <laughs> very well done than that's the like, oxtail, like, weren't it? Yeah, it was. The, the, that's the like spinal tap like, going, it's 10. No, this goes to 11. Yeah, yeah. What? And, well, the, this is 11. and the oxtail's been cooked for like two days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I did what he's asked. I've sent it very well. Did you? Done. And and you genuinely did. You he didn't even knackered. think. No, I'm gonna. He was knackered. Like. A slipper. But what else do you do? <laughs> what else do you do? Like it got to well done. I was like, that you know, still a minuscule bit of juice in it. Yeah. So it's like a bit more. So I sent it, and then it's come back oh, after you, five you must, minutes. For you, that must have been like in your head, like oh. Yeah, we see it all the time. Actually, fine, you know, that's just... going to be a problem. My son all is very well done. He would have known that was going to be a problem coming yeah. back. Or... So I sent it. It's come back. And then uh, the waiter said, oh, he said it's dry. I said, we'll take it back to him and say, the chef said, thank you. He's done his job. So she went and said that word for word. Oh, ble- oh. <laughs> and like they were on the terrace. Hang on. You downstairs. got her to do your dirty work for you. Yeah. Well, Did she resist? Did she go, do I have to say that? Do I have to say that? No, well, she was, well, surprisingly, she did. we didn't get on. She was the assistant manager and she went and did it to it. She just went and said it and he was just like, oh, I could see him on the terrace. Like the kitchen was upstairs and he had a terrace. He was eating downstairs. Ranting away. He's got a red face, little gammon face and that like. <laughs> and, um, and so she come back up, brought it back again, and she's like, "He wants to speak to you." Fine. So I'm ready. Got the cleaver. Yeah, you know I mean? cleaver. I'm, like, I'm like down that. the stairs. Put boxing and... gloves on. Fine. Bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> no, I went down. I went down there, and there's customers there and everything. I went down. Polite, nice, non-confrontational. I was like, "Oh, what's the problem?" He's like, well, "You sent me dry steak." I said, "Well, it wasn't steak. It was this. I talked for a dish." I was like, "You asked for it very, very well done. It's, it's." It's going to be dry. He's like, no, I go. He mentioned this crappy pub down right? I go there all the time and it's bloody juicy. You need to go and learn from them. I said, well, no, I don't. I don't need to go and learn anything. It's a scientific fact. If you want it very well done, you're taking the moisture out, mate. Yeah. And he was like, don't talk to me. Like, who do you think you are? Um, you need to go back to cookery school, young man. I was like, just get your coat and piss off, mate. Oh. Like, you, you what? You what? I was like, I tell you what, there's no bill either, yeah? I'll pay it or it's comp. I don't want you here. Get your coat and you as well. Go with him. And like, oh I, I, feel, I feel mortified, and I'm not even there. Like, I, I'm on the table next to it, with my mouth open. Like, as bad it's, as it it's is, it's like Ramsey in the background, like, going like that. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> What's wow! Wow! <laughs> but she, like, the wife just got up because she was just there going, hmm, yes, yes, tell him, tell him, tell him. Like just egging him on, and oh, and she just stormed off. Like, How dare you! I've never been spoke to. I thought you'll never get spoken to like that again because you're not coming back. Stormed out, and I'm like oh, buzzing. Man. So because <laughs> the oh, other punch thing, punch an elephant. 
because he, he was like, yeah, you, you, you can't say that. I was like, mate, I'll do what I want. Like, and then I went and told the lads in the kitchen and like, they were buzzing about it and they were like singing, Chef and he does what he wants. <laughs> the mood was brought down the next day when we got like a three a four page email to our directors and i'm called into the office and just screwed over was it worth it yeah totally (laughs) but uh, the thing is right he he was insulting me and just he was being he was being worse than that i don't remember it word for word and I, i said to i was like i don't come here to be insulted by you so i just let him have it and that was that they never come back result Fair play. Actually, yeah. as well, like, brave, the, but... I've been to where Paul used to work, and it's like a chocolate box area. It's a lot of wealth, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. People don't say no to these people. Yeah. They go anywhere. Oh, so you think it was a culture shock to them? I think, to... like, they've, they're trying to tell Paul that something they don't know anything about, and he's just stood his ground. Yeah, fair play. Obviously, if that chef worked for me, <laughs> and I was on Saturday Kitchen, and I got the call saying that chef had done that in the restaurant... I'd probably be pretty angry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would now. Yeah, yeah you yeah, would, wouldn't yeah. you? But, yeah. you know, you, that's what's hard about being a young chef and given roles that you're not, like, you may be not yeah. ready for. Do, do you know what to me? It's mm. the, the equivalent of that is like Ronaldo getting a red card early yeah. on in his career because someone's tackled him badly but he stood up to nothing. well Beckham yeah, yeah Beckham yeah, when yeah, he, yeah with a he didn't get sent off once in the last five years of his career but like look where he is now mate look where he is now he did alright <laughs> <laughs> got it what about you then Brad uh, so you, you see you strike me as Bulls quite better. placid like. yeah I'm like there's no I ain't shout I never shout at anyone really ever in the kitchen were you shouted at um. Yeah, kind of like the worst thing that ever happened that still really annoys me. Yeah. I worked in this hotel and it was really nice, really nice place in, in Brindley Place years ago. Mm. And uh, I worked on a. I basically went in and um, can we ask what it was called? Uh, it was called City years ago. Right. It's like uh, it's not even there now. I think okay. it's like a Hilton City Inn. There was like a chain. Mm. I think I remember it. Yeah. And um, I worked as I went in as like um, sort of like just a commie chef because I wanted to work. Basically, it was it had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And my my uh, my goal was to work there and do all the shifts because to learn my, that job I wanted was different to anything else I've been doing. It was doing all these different services, but at high value, but with fresh food. Yeah. So I took the job and um, I, I started to do really well and. There was a couple of lads who had been there a while, but he made me this chef de party, but I was younger than him. So I was about three or four years younger. And this one, like, he hated me. <laughs> and I was quite popular as well, because I got on with the other chefs and I was always chasing the women, like, more than <laughs> doing my knees on. And I, <laughs> and I always got the women. And he yeah. hated me even more because he wasn't yeah. the best Enviable, looking yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm not saying I was better looking, but I was definitely better looking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, he used to hate me. Yeah. And uh, he kept doing things, like to try and fuck me over, which happens a lot in these big sort of places. Yeah, it's common. And he was trying to do me. And I, we had to do, like, we had this dish. It was like, uh, it was really simple. It was like really tasty, rusty, cooked in pork fat, an egg, spinach, hollandaise sauce. And it was on breakfast with bacon on it. Lunch with with spinach on it and no bacon, and then the dinner menu with micro herbs and you know basically okay, yeah, yeah. they put it on every menu. It's yeah. like so popular, <laughs> just change the guy. Yeah, yeah. So that'd mean we'd have to do like a thousand poached eggs, and God, you'd yes. want them all round, trim back. So we used to have these refrigerated drawers with like J cloth, and he'd been doing loads of stuff like, and he was doing my head, and you know, like he'd move stuff and put it on another section, and just being an arsehole. And I'd be like all right, you're an arsehole, I'm, I can get over you. I get all the women. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> basically. and uh, I came, I went on a, but you had to earn a break there because it was so busy. Yeah. And if you didn't get anything done, but he went on his break all the time. He didn't care. He always went on his break. He didn't care. He didn't get anything done. That's why he wasn't chef to party. Uh-huh. I, I managed to get my stuff together and I went on a break. It's only like, like a little walk into town, get a bottle of water, sit on the fountain for a bit, you know, while your eyes are bleeding. Because <laughs> you've done so many hours. And then you go back to work. Yeah, yeah. Went back in and he popped like a thousand eggs. 
No. Like, no. Like, 905 popped them all and he's on my, he's cooking them and I lost it. I would so red. Yeah. I took him in the pot wash, threw him up the pots and pans, went Serious? mad trying to kill him. Oh trying to kill him. God. They were like holding me back. I just let, you know, and it, it's been building up and building up and building up. And like, are you so passive aggressive to while you're out pop your eggs while you're out I mean it's outrageous I was really I was a bit of a fighter at school and always always a bit naughty but I got over it when I got a bit older and then this just everything just come and I just wanted to kill him I I was at the door (laughs) and I was like I am going to kill you you are going to die and he was really scared man he was in the corner and there was loads of people in front of us and I thought I'm going to get a sack for this but What and uh, yeah. head chef was like Scottish guy was like um, tell him what happened told him and uh, you said, t- and you told him straight said, and look, honestly look I'm not even yeah. I'm not even lying I said like he said uh, I said I've come back and I, said, I showed him he didn't even have time to I lost it that quick he didn't have time to get rid of the eggs so you can see them all like we've all got holes in you know yeah. it's like 5.45 we got no chance yeah and um, he basically had to take it off and then the next day, obviously, we had the office, about to be in the office, and I thought, oh, I started packing all my shit up because I was like, I ain't going to be able to work here. They were going to be angry with me. And then he come out of the office first, walked past me, and I was like, cunts. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm not free allowed to use that. Yeah, and then uh, I looked at him, and, like, and then I went in, and he was like, so I've just sacked him. And uh, he was like, no. you're... Uh, you you ain't got him to worry about anymore. So, I was like, yes, nice. There is a guy. That is amazing. And then stood there, all the women like that. <laughs> we shot an MTV music video and all as well. That is a and what even better. You're allowed to stay in all the rooms because you when you've done three breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So amazing. That is just incredible. Um, that's a perfect place, I think, to pretty much wrap things up, unless there's any other business. Actually, I wanted to quickly ask you, because obviously, well, behind Ollie over there, who's producing this, we've got like loads of boxes full of Paul's book. That's going down quite well, isn't it? It we, is, yeah. yeah. I want to sell those there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've sold a massive amount so Do you, far. Have you signed them all yet? Do you sign them all? Um, I sign loads, send them to the publisher, and they send them off. Yeah. And then I sign them like bespoke here at the restaurant, like whatever message people want. Then yeah. Yeah. I was lucky enough to... Um, Get one, oh, and lovely. it's um, it's like our Saint Paul SS work of art. It's like uh, a, a lot of like the dishes you've been doing for over the last ten, twelve years, like, and a lot of the a lot of stuff that's happening here, right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So here's an actual book that you open, and you know you can go and eat it. You haven't yeah, got to, so you cool, haven't missed it? it. You know, it's not like ten years, mm. it's fifteen years ago that. Yeah. these chefs were cooking this but it's it's still there and, you, and it's like him right right now and where he's got to and yeah yeah it's amazing cool. yeah. brad put a story in there as well i did loads of chef stories oh, did you yeah so yeah. a lot about their best ever sort of dining experience so like this really nostalgic story about food you used to eat when as a kid yeah, really cool. yeah mom mom cooking she only she had a couple of special moves and one, <laughs> one of them was like uh you just remember the the chinese pork from the butcher oh, yeah, yeah. on a Saturday night, and you, know, you just, you know, that like, like hunger of waiting for it, on a knowing it was coming on yeah, a Saturday, yeah, I was really young, Saturday just knowing like, day, waiting for thinking, it. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, what one with Barry Moore on it? Uh, Strike it, Strike lucky. it lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah, what a show, <laughs> Challenge TV. I was sure you still find it. Um, yeah, are you uh, Paul mentioned to me that you were looking at uh, doing something around. I love this idea about staff. A book on staff. Yeah, too. so. Uh, We've, we've actually nearly finished it and um our concept was uh same guy but paul worked with oh right yeah okay. same publisher uh, yeah, yeah same guy really nice guy um took a lot of convincing because he came to eat and similar to paulie he wanted to do a book of the restaurant and i was like no no um we basically use instagram a lot for the restaurant to sort of make it busier um and show give people an insight what we're doing and a couple of years back we were like had a little chat and I was like we need to fill up the story time with something that's not just like similar like wine because we did that on the post mm-hmm. and I was like why don't we just because we have amazing staff food and we didn't realise we were at the yeah. time and I was like why don't we document the staff food that's such like, a cool idea and show people what we're eating because we're eating the same ingredients but we eat them in like a 
like family style and like yeah like big casual, bowl in the middle of the table sort of stuff more casual sort of food and like um it, it becomes so popular on instagram we get like like 50 messages after it people oh, say yeah. i literally wait for five o'clock when you put it up people that's message so us. good to see what the staff have had for dinner and then they yeah, like i always watch it as well we get like about 1500 people minimum watch it off of our followers so i, f- I said like it's a perfect idea to do like my version of a home cookbook but with yeah. all the staff recipes genius love and, that uh, we've done it and it's uh yeah, it's pretty funny. It's cool. got a, my story in it, which is not your average chef story. Yeah. I haven't been oh, back. Well, that makes it feel like we've only scratched the surface, uh, man. <laughs> but it's, um, it's yeah, it's uh, his actual book that you can pick up and cook out of, you know, like even your, your most culinary retarded member of your family will be able to make something <laughs> like that. You know I mean? Love it. That's a good acid no test, actually. Yeah. <laughs> is that nuts in it? <laughs> Excellent. Well, honestly, thanks so much for for coming. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Been fun. Yeah, it's been um, great. Wherever you are and however you're listening, here's to you for doing that. And um, yeah, here's to you, Brad. Thanks for joining Cheers. us for the nightcap. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening to The Nightcap. And remember, if you love listening as much as we love doing it, then you can support us now at Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. For the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can help secure the future of the podcast, be part of the team, and as well as that, you'll get exclusive access to some content, signed menus from Paul's Michelin-starred restaurant Salt, and first refusal of any tickets we do for some live events up and down the country. Head to patreon.com forward slash the nightcap for more.